Sophisticated Ignorance, episode um, 71. I finally figured out what episode we're on, even though I kind of knew what episode we're on. It was it just been a minute since I've like, really been looking and stuff like that. Um, here we are. We're back with another episode. Um, I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys got through my Washingtonians um, and my Pacific Northwest Westerners uh, got through the little heat wave. Um, we had a crazy as hell heat wave, you know. Um, just this whole heat wave was crazy. Um, I had I had I had heat exhaustion yesterday. I'm still trying to um, recover from that, fight that off. Uh, I'm still a little tired. But yeah, I just, man, it was just super, super hot, and I have never been used to that, um, ever. Like, that was like my, I told my little sister, that was like the first day, or like the first few times I've experienced 100 degree weather, and I haven't been to like, well, when I, when I went to LA, um, it was never, like, I went to LA during around the, you know, when the weather was nicer. I've never, I've never experienced 100 degrees. You know, um, and usually our hot month is July. July is the hottest month of the year every time, every summer. So you expect, you prepare for 95, 93s, 91s, you know, you, you prepare for that. And that's comfortable. Um, it's just crazy to be like 20 degrees um, cooler than this 91, which is ridiculous, you know, um, in some areas of the, almost of the country. But the state, it got to around um, 111 plus. Like I said, 20 degrees cooler today. It was 91 today. And it felt good and it felt comfortable. Um, it was manageable. It was, um, what was the word? I always use this word. I always use this word. It was um, tolerable. That's like my favorite word right now is tolerable. Because a lot of BS is not tolerable, which we can get into later on. But I just want to talk about the heat wave because the heat wave was an MFR. And um, it's like I said, it took a lot out of me. I'm going to stop saying that. I know I said that last episode. I was going to stop saying that, but I'm trying to stop saying that. But um, it took a lot out of me. And it's still hot. Even though I'm downstairs and you would think it's cooler. I don't know who said that it was cooler. Um, well, logic is air rises heat rises so it would be cooler if you laid on the ground but if the heat's rising from downstairs or from wherever it's rising from it wouldn't be as cooler on the ground like it doesn't make sense um especially if you're if you have an upstairs room excuse me if you have an upstairs room the heat doesn't rise like i mean the heat does rise it rises but that's like the end of it like it's going to be hot in your room and stuff like that so I, i'm assuming it's cool in my room because it's nine o'clock. Um, I love recording late nights. I wish I just had the energy to just do them. You know, go down here late, late night and record. Um, but I love recording late nights. You know, it's only me. It's peace. It's some serenity, um, which I'm looking for. I like being alone. I think that's the problem with my uh, generation is that we don't know how to be alone. And that's like a big deal. Um, I feel like the previous generations knew how to hustle, knew how to grind, but they also knew who they who they were internally, and they knew um, how to be alone and to accept the fact that this is who I am, and I am in control of everything, and I can change who I want to be and stuff like that. I just feel like our generation is so we're so caught up in other people's stuff, 
that we're, we're caught up in other people's stuff because we don't want to pay attention to our stuff. That, that's like what it really boils down to, which sucks because it's like, how do you even like, you know, how do you get better and how do you grow as a person? If you're so caught up in other people's drama and BS or whatever the case may be, like, how do you, how do you grow? Um, like Joyner Lucas said, like, you can't make change if you won't break a dollar. Like, you, you have to, I don't, and I, and I don't know if I'm talking too low. Um, yeah, I, I, if I am, who gives a damn? But, um, it's nine o'clock at night, like, I'm not trying to, like, scream at the top of my lungs, but, um. Yeah, I just think that we're just so caught up in other people's stuff. And um, I was listening to Justin Timberlake on the way to work. And I was like, I forgot how good he was. First of all, I forgot how good he really, really was. And still is. He That man could sing. Um, he has a new single out with Justine Sky. I haven't listened to it yet. I probably will after I get done recording. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, but before I get started, Sophisticated Ignorance, I'm your host, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy DY, so on and so forth. You guys already know the rest. Um, but yeah, we'll get back to it. So, yeah, I just forgot how great Justin Timberlake was and um, still is. But one thing that pissed me off when I was just thinking about it, because I knew he had some type of controversy around him earlier this year, um, it was because... People are blaming him for someone else's mishaps or misfortunes, which I don't get. My generation tends to do that a lot. We tend to blame other people for other people's mistakes or, like I said, misfortunes. Like, we, we're we so caught up in other people's stuff. That's what, I'm, that's what I mean by that. Like, it doesn't make any sense to blame him for Janet Jackson's misfortunes. You know, people were like, after the incident or an article I read before I came down here, Starts to start um, recording. People, the article was like, people are blaming him. Not really. It's not verbatim, but the way I took it was like they're blaming him, and she didn't get any type of gigs like that. She didn't know movies. None of that's like after that whole Super Bowl mishap with the mal- the wardrobe malfunction. But if it was a planned of a stunt and stuff like that. You know, like, it just happens. It it happened that way. And I think people are just so caught up in the fact that, obviously, the music industry is super misogynistic because, and you also have to understand why it's misogynistic, because it's not, understand it, it's not ran by women. It's not dominated by women at all. Like, women have their pocket, whether it be rap, R&B, Rock, country, whatever, right? Women don't dominate the music industry. And I, I like the shift in the culture that women are having pertaining to the music industry. Um, I just don't think that they'll dominate how other, how men, how men dominate. Um, like I said, record labels, majority of the record labels are ran by men. Um, most of the management and the producers are men. Most of the artists are men. Um, so it's just weird to me how they're blaming someone else. They're blaming Justin Timberlake for her misfortune. 
like I said, it was an unfortunate thing that that had happened. Um, the boards were malfunction, and I know I'm late on this topic, but it just blows my mind how people are still living in the past, you know. And someone as I would like to think, I bind the whole Britney Spears incident with JT. He has a pretty spotless like record, track record of like. I don't do no BS, you know, I'm not involved in these tabloids and stuff like that. Like, I'm not involved in that. Like, I just do my job and I go home. He's married now. So he goes home to his wife, and I'm pretty sure he has children. If he doesn't, he just goes home to his wife, and then that's just the end of that, you know. But people want to find something to talk about negatively. And I think that's, like, the worst thing that you can do as a human being is to find some BS to talk about because you have nothing else exciting going on in your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I tell people, I'm trying to become a professional ish talker. Like, this is what I'm preparing myself for and gearing myself for. Um, but also at the same time, I'm going to keep it 1,000. I'm going to try to keep it 100 as, as best as I can. I don't agree with this whole. I agree with the Me Too movement. And this, and this has had nothing to do with the whole JT thing because it's not a part of the, J, um, the Me Too movement, I don't think. I, I wouldn't think that it is, but I don't necessarily agree with everything that... I agree with the Me Too movement. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think especially if that a black woman, especially when it was more catered to and started for black women who have been sexually abused, white women will always get the benefit of the doubt if you're sexually abused. Like, oh my God, that must have took a mental toll and they'll give a whole bunch of other reasons and explanations on why white women, on, and on what white women go through and why white women are more affected than black women and so on and so forth. But if a black woman were to get sexually assaulted, it's either one, they're not telling the police, or two, no one's gonna believe them, or even three, you're a strong black woman, and life goes on, tough cookie. You know, like, that's, what the, that's how society treats black people and, and pertains to this sexual, uh, abuse situation or this type of um, climate, that's how they treat black women. So it's a beautiful thing that Miss um, Burke, I can't think of her first name, Miss Burke started this whole Me Too movement, right? Um, I don't like how people have jumped on it and made it like less credible. It's still credible to a certain extent. I think the larger the number, the more, um, the less credible it is. The reason why I see the larger the number of people that have that are that hop on the bandwagon if it never happened to them is because you're dimming down the stories of people that it has happened to. If there's five women that this actually really, really happened to, then let them let those five women get their stories out there and share that. You know, let them have that moment that they need to. And it's not even about them trying to make a, a dollar out of fifteen cents or whatever the case may be. They're just trying to put their story out there and make sure that people feel comfortable enough to share it because it's, it takes a lot of balls to just share your story of like I've been sexually assaulted I've been raped I've been harassed I've been whatever the case may be it takes a lot of will you know and that's deep from within that to just say that so I commend um, and I applaud and I big up women who actually for real do that, like you know what I'm saying. That like that's major. Men too. Men who've been sexually assaulted and stuff like that. Like I, like that takes a lot. You know what I'm saying. Um, but the funny thing I have with this whole thing with um, this Janet Jackson thing is 
they'll blame someone else, right? Um, that was just me saying that part about the more Me Too movement. Um, but just blaming Janet Jackson, or blaming Justin Timberlake, rather, for her misfortune is stupid to me. We gotta be better than that, people. We can't blame someone else for an accident. You know, like, if I blame Janet. If you wanna blame somebody for their misfortunes, I would blame Janet. Because Janet was in control of that whole situation. Period. And people expect, if something bad happened to some person, let's say Justin Timberlake um, did that, right? On accident. He still did the action, but People are, are expecting him to be an advocate towards this whole scenario, situation, because if you did it to someone, so we expect you to be on our side and realize, recognize where you're wrong. Um, that's the problem with society. There are sides. That's the, first of all, let's address that problem. There are too many side picking. People pick too many sides. And I think it's just about understanding, okay? I just broke it down. Majority of the time, women are gonna be treated poorly in the music industry because of men, right? And if you see on TV shows and movies and stuff like that pertaining to like artists trying to make it, women artists trying to make it, they're gonna get taken advantage of, people are gonna try to do some slick stuff to them just because they are a woman. And how and it's like how bad do you want it at that point? I'm not saying this is right, this is this is far from being right. But you gotta understand why it's super misogynistic and how women, and even in rap, women are objectified. And just rap, R&B, whatever the case may be, they're objectified. So you have to, like, understand the side. You know, understand what you're getting into, right? And if you don't like it, then don't get into it. Or change, or, or create your own safe environment, you know? Um, which is a beautiful thing. People are actually starting to do that, which is great, and stuff like that. But to say that Justin should be on our side because that happened to Janet and he that's it's his fault because Janet is in the situation that she's in or whatever the case may be. Um, I would have never apologized. I would apologize for that happening, but I would have never apologized for... I'm not apologizing for someone else's misfortune. I can't do that. I'll pray for them. God bless their heart and their soul. But I would never be like, it's my fault or anything of that nature. I don't... I gotta see what he said exactly. I'm going to read the article. How about that? Here it is. It's from the independent.co.uk. It says, this was, this was actually a month ago. Janet Jackson's brother, um, brother brothers react to Justin Timberlake's apology for a Super Bowl scandal. And mind you, this the Super Bowl scandal was 17 years ago. It was in 2004. Janet Jackson's brothers have reacted to Justin Timberlake's apology amid renewed backlash to 2014's controversial Super Bowl halftime show performance. During the performance, Justin Timberlake tore off a part of Janet of Jackson's outfit in a planned stunt at the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show, exposing her barely concealed breasts in the process, but was largely spared criticism amid the sustained controversy that followed. You know why he was spared the controversy? Because I'm pretty sure his team explained the whole situation and her team explained this whole situation at the time. But do you know why he was spared this? Because it says it in the first two sentences. Like, it says it in the first sentence. 
During the, and I will reread it. During the performance, Timberlake tore off a part of Jackson's outfit in a planned stunt, period. We were going to end it there. It was planned, right? So why is it, do I need to be ridiculed and criticized for it even more now because we're in this climate of just people are being soft as baby you know what and people can't take people can't take a joke people are soft as baby ish and people care too much about stuff like this that happened 17 years ago i was two when this came out and you got people my age talking about well what happened to i'm like you're late okay they were already talking about this way before social media okay so why are you re-bringing it up why are you bringing it back up because of you weren't around and you weren't even thinking about this, period, back then? You couldn't have because you were two. And probably and you were, if you were older, you were older. But why are you bringing this up now? Why is this important now? Ask yourself that. But we're going we're gonna to continue to read this. Why is it important? It's not. On Wednesday, uh, May 2nd, May 12th, excuse me. During a virtual appearance on Sirius XM's Andy Cohen Live, Marlon Jackson said, I just want to thank Justin Timberlake. It takes a man to step up and do that. So we do thank you for doing that. How come she can't say it? That's my biggest thing. And this, and I, I know this, this is just an example, right? I, this is, I'm still talking about what I wanted to talk about. You might be thinking, oh, what, what are you talking about? This is not like a regular random rant how I usually go on for like 30 minutes, but it kind of is. It falls into that line. But anyway, um, how come she's not saying I accept your apology again? <coughs> how come she's not saying that? Why is it that, excuse me, that he, his, her brother is getting on serious XM and saying, she, we, we, we thank him for that. What does Janet think? And I, and I bet you Janet does not give a damn anymore. She's like, okay, it happened so long ago. It happened over 15 years ago. Why are we still talking about it? You know what I'm saying? Right. It says, he likewise mentioned how the family would like to move on, move forward past the negativity. It happened 15 years ago. This was probably the topic of conversation for that year and then some change. And then that was it. That was about it. Stuff dies down, especially in this day and age where it's instantaneous, like, not success, but more instantaneous instantaneous results. So you get the result that you want. Oh, my God, this happened. It goes away after two weeks. Um, anyway, but as they say in the old days, as long as they're talking about you, good or bad, you're still in the public's eye, he said. I don't know what that means. So does he want to be in the public's eye? I don't know. Jackie ja uh, Jackson added, it was nice that he did something like that because it kind of hurt Janet, you know, in the past. So for him to step up and say that, it means a whole lot. Oh, my gosh. I know he apologized. And if he didn't, okay, better late than never. But he should have apologized back then. But the fact that people are criticizing him and giving him hell because of what he did like, come on. You can't kill a guy for who... So you can't... You can't ridicule a guy already. This guy's been through Britney Spears. And that whole scandal and debacle. Not even scandal, but that whole debacle. And then two years later, had the whole Janet Jackson thing. So Justin has had his fair share of BS that he had to go through. Right? 
And then after that, you never heard from Justin Timberlake about any type of scandal, any type, you didn't hear nothing about that. He's just been making music. What goes around comes around right back around. That's what he's been doing for that, after that whole thing. In, fe in February, the four-year-old Mirror Singer shared a lengthy post apologizing for his role and his behavior in the past. Okay. I'm not going to, this says whatever. Um, I'm going to read the apology, though. He said, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn and did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson both individually because I care for and respect these women, and I know I have failed. My dog's tripping again. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better and more importantly because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. Um, oh, there's more to it. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. It is designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this because of my ignorance. I did not recognize it for all that it, it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit. I don't want to ever benefit from others being pulled out again. I have not been perfect in navigating all of this throughout my career. I know this apology is the first step and doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my missteps and all of this, as well as be a part of a world that uplifts and supports. I care deeply about the well-being of people I love and have loved. I can do better, and I will be, and I will do better. It says, meanwhile, Jackson, who um, who dubbed the incident a wardrobe malfunction, had her songs banned from radio, and her career was permanently affected by the episode. But whose fault? Like, you mean to tell me that that one particular, I don't know Janet Jackson's whole biography and stuff like that, but you mean to tell me that that one incident really, like, maybe, maybe it did. Uh... Yes, but um, you think one incident like that really affected her whole career? I just want, and if it did, it did. I'm just, I'm not even saying that. I'm, and the question, I'm posing the question as if like, it couldn't have happened that way. But I'm just saying, because she's been in songs, she's made songs and stuff like that, banned from the radio. There's other ways to make money off the radio. Do you not know the world we live in? Nobody wants the radio record no more. The radio record helps, but no one plays the radio no more. People have ox chords and stuff like that. That's why radio is going out of style, in a sense. As far as radio songs go, radio will never go out of style in the sense of how we think. But what you call? There's multiple dogs for her. I don't know what is her problem. Though. She's just out of lost cause at this point. Uh, but whoever wants her. We're not willing to give her up, but putting some serious talks on the table. But um, I just feel like he's blaming. He took the PC way. If I'm him, I'm like, okay, I apologize to Janet privately and publicly. You guys keep bringing this up, like it's my fault that the obviously the wardrobe malfunction happened because of the planned stunt. Now the stunt didn't go as good as we thought. 
but that's not my fault. You guys really thought I wanted to expose her breasts out on national television, the biggest game of the year? And like, you, you guys really want me to, like, is that what you guys really think I'm trying to do? Is ruin her career? I feel like people thought that was like, he's trying to sabotage her career, ruin her career. The same with Britney Spears and stuff like that. I'm like, no, Britney Spears was her own doing, and Janet Jackson, I can't speak on that. I don't know Janet Jackson's, you know, thing. Like I said, I was two when this happened, and the last time I heard Janet Jackson make a song was with uh, J. Cole. But other than that, like, other, like, why are we blaming other people for other misfortunes? Now, I understand what he was saying, that he's in a system that uplifts white men. Um, and the system, the whole music industry is racist, so um, I get it. They like to benefit and capitalize off of black um, black pain, as far as gangs and selling drugs, stuff like that. Like, whatever story will sell, it'll sell. People like that hardship story. Not even hardship, they like hearing those type of stories. White kids like hearing stories about how I used to come from, how I was rolling the 60s and how I was Pyru and how I sell crack. You know, like they like hearing stories like that. So they like hearing stuff like that. So they're gonna, that's what they're gonna promote and push more than anything. And I, and I get why people are saying this because he's capitalized and benefited off of that whole incident and this happened and she's a black woman and she didn't. She didn't get no sympathy or no love, and he got all the sympathy and love, I'm assuming. So, like I said, it seems like her, her stuff got banned from radio, and she couldn't get no more gigs because of this whole episode. Um, but she was in control of that. Like I, But the funny thing about it is, like, people like Chris Brown are still relevant to this day. And so on and so forth. Like, I could go, Tory Lanez, I could go on and on. The baby killed a man, so, and he's still popular. Like... But Lil Nas X was twerking on the devil, and he and people love him for that. And like I said, Chris Brown, like, came from the, Chris Brown beat up Rihanna. He beat up Rihanna, and had to do a whole just rebrand. He had to grow up. Obviously, he was a kid when that happened, but he had to grow up, right? And Justin Timberlake was a kid. Like, he just left in sync, like, when that happened, this whole, like, he, I mean, he was years removed from it, but he was still, like, people still were attaching, oh, JT was in sync still. Some people still do. But now that he's his own entity, and they hate then that he's the most successful member from in sync, like, why are we just, people are just weird about this whole situation. Like, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I understand both sides of the coin. You got one side where Justin's, like, the side of, you know, I'm not apologizing for something that happened 15 years ago that I already apologized over and over again. And that you guys keep bringing it up, so you guys are reopening old wounds for people that want to just move on from the situation. Justin doesn't forget that that happened. <laughs> he probably gets reminded, like, oh my God, Justin's biggest, one of Justin's biggest moments was Britney Spears and the whole Janet Jackson thing. People talk about it in song. So it's like, we know. Right? Like Drake said, top slipped off like Janet in the Super Bowl. Now it's the money to blow. Like, okay. Like, okay. I'm not saying okay to Drake or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, like, we know Justin will always remember that moment no matter what. And 
for people to just ridicule him continuously and to be like, oh my God, you didn't even apologize the proper way, how, how we wanted the apology, and you didn't really hold it uh, on to accountability because the industry let it slide and this and the third. I'm like, Chris Brown got crucified for beating up Rihanna. He served jail time, community service. Did a full rebrand. Lost every endorsement that you can think of. Every endorsement. And he was the hot, and he was white hot. And he was dating the hottest artist, the hottest female artist, the hottest female and hottest male artists were dating each other. Then that happened. And she got all the love and sympathy. And if you really want to take it deeper, that was like the, like that, that happened four years after the whole Janet thing. Five years after. So, that was like the whole, like, that could have been like music industry's way of saying that our Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake things should have been handled differently. I'm not saying Justin should have got jail time for, you know, that whole incident or anything like that, but like it was mishandled. Diff- it was mishandled. We should have been more diligent and careful with that. Yeah, you know, we should have gave uh, Janet more empathy and sympathy. Whatever the case may be, like how they gave Rihanna. That might have been like a um, like a referee. The way to explain it's like a referee, like somebody didn't really get fouled, and or um, someone didn't really do it, commit the foul, but then they got the foul. Like they got it was a get back call. It was like we call those get backs in the NBA, in the NBA world, in the sports world, we call it a get back call. Like that didn't really happen, but I it was my mistake, so I'm a, I, I I owe you one. Pretty that's pretty much like I owe you one. So this whole Janet thing, and then Rihanna and Chris was like I owe you for the whole Janet thing. That was the O, right? So, that's how some people could look at it like that. I'm just saying, why is this important news now? <laughs> now we're getting to the real question of why is this important? Is this not important? I don't care. I, 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 the, uh, I will always share this sentiment on the show. As long as I'm breathing, I do not care about another celebrity's business. I really don't care. And because it's not my place to care. You know what I'm saying? It's really not my place. And I feel like as... Um, in our generation, it's hard not to care because a lot of this stuff is just plastered all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, so on and so forth. So it's hard for us not to care or have some type of opinion about it. But I think... What hurts us in the long run is caring too much. Like, why do people want him to apologize for this to happen 15 years ago when he probably already did it publicly and privately? Why do people care about his apology wasn't good enough? It wasn't good enough for who? You let these, you let people get these Twitter fingers. You let these people grow up in soft environments, get these Twitter fingers, and then when something like this resurfaces, and people get their feelings hurt, and I'm like, how would I feel in this situation? And then you're like, this isn't good enough, Justin. And then you get a whole bunch of other people that agree with that same mentality, this that hive mind, and then you get stuff like this. You get this man re-apologizing for something that happened 15 years ago, which makes no sense. Now, I'm not picking no side. I'm not on Janet's side, and I'm not on Justin's side. I'm on the side of why does it matter? <laughs> I'm in the middle of like, why is it brought back up? Because, because of what? Because more people need to hear stories like this. It doesn't happen like that often. 
in wardrobe, and first of all, majority of the time, when a wardrobe malfunction happens, it's because it just happens, right? Oh, the fabric, I'm dancing around, I'm moving, I'm pop locking and dropping, my boob pops out. Oh, snap, gotta cover it up. I've seen people who have wardrobe malfunctions still perform. Like, okay, you see my boob, so what? I'm not saying so what to that, but like, okay, you see my boob, wardrobe malfunction. And it was a wardrobe malfunction because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the song, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have you naked by the end of this song and then you ripped it off, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it probably went down. You know, I'm gonna have you naked by the end of this song and then he ripped it off. Maybe that song came out later. I don't know. But something to that effect where he had something where he was saying something seductive and sexy and then rip, that tried to rip it off and then it just came up and it just came off, right? You can't get mad at him for just having this, doing what, what was choreographed and agreed upon and everybody's NDA waivers and contracts and a whole bunch of legal team and paperwork that they had to go over and sign for that, for that 30 minutes, for that 30 minute set. And then that happens. You're blaming him for something that happened just by random. We're blaming somebody for something, a misfortune that happened at random. You know, and that blows and that's what blows my mind. We can't, we we gotta stop blaming folks, man. We gotta really just stop blaming folks. Like I I'm gonna I, and like I said, and he's a stand-up guy for even apologizing. Because I would have been like, I don't give a damn anymore. Like, if we were all just, if we everybody, if every party agreed to move on, why are we still talking about this? What is this? What what is this? Get this out of my face. If we all agreed upon this to move on, why is this a big deal? Still to this day, why is this a big deal? Why are we still talking about? It's not a big deal. It's really not. And that's what hurts our, my generation. We care too much about stuff that doesn't even matter anymore. Just because we missed out on a current event, why are we still talking about this current event? And it's just so infuriating as a person who just doesn't care. And it's good not to care. I used to... Um, People used to cry all the time when it came to me and saying that. When, when I used to say, I don't care, um, people used to be like, oh my God, you're so mean. I remember this happened, I'm not, and I'm not to air out her business or anything like that, but Latea, I used to, um, she used to tell me something just, it wasn't, it didn't add anything to my life, right? Or any type of substance. Um, to the conversation or to whatever we were talking about or whatever the case may be, right? And she and I was like, I really just in I'm giving out bare minimal responses. This happened a few times. And people would get she would get so just depleted, right? Like just defeated when I was just be like, okay, like like I don't know what you want me to say to that. Like I really don't care. And I'm thorough. People confuse the, with, with my truth and living my truth and saying what I'm thinking more than they care about. They don't care about that no more. They don't. They care about sparing feelings. We don't have to say it like that. How else would I say it? To spare your feelings? I don't sugarcoat nothing. I was never taught 
and I was never raised to sugarcoat anything. You say what's on your mind. Obviously, keep it professional. So everything I say is on my mind, it's super professional to them for the most part. You know, but I'm not sugarcoating feelings. And people are like, you don't want me to talk to you like that. No, I'm like, no, tell me if it's not good. Tell me. Bad feedback or negative feedback is better than no feedback at all. So tell me if it's good or tell me if it's bad or tell me if it's the ugly. Like, I don't care. As long as I just get something in return, then I can internalize it and then do about it and go about it as much as, as, I, as I will. But the fact that you don't tell me nothing is... It blows my mind. So I don't understand why people are just so... <sighs> soft. You know? We weren't meant to care this much. I, I genuinely think that we weren't meant to care this much about other people's business. Right? That's none of my business. Why would I care so much about someone else's business? That's not none of mine. But I think about, like, for real, really sit down and just analyze that. Like, why do I care so much about what this person is doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I care about, oh, why do I care? Oh, and to answer your question, I don't care. But I just remember she would just get so defeated and just in her feelings. And I'm just like, why are you crying? Why do you have a pouty face? And then I would sit up there and make the joke like, oh, okay, let's tell you, tell me, da 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 And she's like, no, just forget it. I'm like, yeah. But you have to really think, like, I don't get butt hurt. And first of all, a lot of the times I try to tell stuff that has some type of meaning. Sometimes I like to ramble and go on. But people, and, I, and, I, and I'm working on it. So I'm saying like I'm working on not being an a-hole. I know people have different type of, um, what they care about is different than what I care about. And what they, what, what they deem is important is different than what I deem is important. I just think, I use her as an example because that was one of the more recent ones that happened. Um, this is in high school, obviously, but it just blows my mind. So I'm just like, I can't win. You know what I'm saying? I'm barely listening. You're talking to me about something that has nothing to do with you, necessarily. It, it does, but it's not, it's not a make or break thing. It's not like a, 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 a big topic of discussion that we have to talk about and stuff like that and really break down and analyze. You're talking to me about something that in a few weeks you're going to forget about that you even talked about it anyway. So it's just like, why are we even talking about it? You know, like that type of thing. And like I said, I'm trying to work on it. But I didn't mean to air out her business or anything like that, or our, our business. Um, but I used to just, you know, those three words, I don't care, hold a lot of weight. And I just think that you it's good to care, but it's, it's, it's not good to care too much. Like, them, people, my generation, society, resurfacing or bringing back up this whole um, thing with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, it's not, it's not healthy, it's not good. Um, because you're, look, you're looking to criticize this guy. Now you're looking for smoke, you know? And nobody's even talking about it no more. But I am, for the sake of we care too much. This is just an example. There's plenty of more recent examples of we of us caring about other celebrities and stuff like that. We shouldn't care at all. Honestly, we shouldn't care at all. If I was trying to be a doctor or a lawyer, I would not be on social media. I'm only on social media for the purposes of my show, and I know that I'm gonna, if I'm going to make be successful and take this far, I have to have some type of social media presence. 
But at, also at the same time, I don't care. I look at these, these guys' lifestyles, celebrities' lifestyles, football players, basketball players, so on and so forth, actors, actresses, celebrities, they're all under the same umbrella. I look at their lifestyle as literally entertainment. It's entertaining to me that, oh man, that's cool that Lil Baby can do that, or Lil Durk can do that, or Drake, or the Drake and LeBron are hanging out. That's cool. Drake's bringing his son around, Drake's son went to go see Space Jam early. No, that's cool. That is it. I don't care about who Drake's having sex with. I don't care about anything else, right? It's just cool that I can still somewhat interact with these guys by liking a picture, by commenting on a post. Even if they don't see that I like the picture or that I commented on the post. That is the whole purpose of for social media for me. People get so butthurt when nobody responds or whatever. Like, who cares? You care, you're giving a damn too much. If you, give, if you gave a damn less and gave a damn more about you, what you got going on, you would not care what other people have to um, say about you. And stop seeking, another thing before I get up out of here, stop seeking validation from other folks. Validation does not come from other people. And I know that's not the, that the term validation, you know, the, the, the definition of validation is not, that's not what that is, right? That's what it is, seeking God, you know, seeking whatever, from other people, confirmation, uh, acceptance from other folks, I'm assuming that's what the definition is, but the real, to really find validation is within yourself, and it's to not give a damn about what anybody got to say, what she had to say, what he had to say, like, no one cares, if you just do what you're supposed to do, it'll all come, it'll, it'll all come uh, full circle, what goes around comes around right back around. Like my man JT said. Now, like I said, I don't pick sides. I'm not picking uh, Justin Timberlake's side. I'm not picking Janet Jackson's side. I'm posing the question, why does this matter? Because it honestly doesn't really matter. We need to stop caring about other celebrities' business that we have no idea. We have no idea. We're seeing it as face value, and then we're just making a whole bunch of assumptions. And like I said, on my YouTube channel, Your TV, a new video just dropped. Y'all should go check that out for me. And subscribe. When you assume it makes an ass out of you and me, and this, my generation is a whole bunch of asses because we don't know anything. We think we know everything because we can get it at our phones. At, literally at the speed of light, we can get the information. But also at the same time, that hurts our brains, and we don't know a goddamn about really what life's about. Life's, life's gonna be about mistakes and mishaps and misfortunes and stuff like that. But if you keep bringing it up, you will always live in the past and you will never know how to change and move forward. And also, stop seeking validation from other folks. Because at the end of the day, they really don't care about you. So start caring about yourself, start drinking your water, wear your sunscreen, stay hydrated, and stay blessed, my good people. But this has been episode 71, I believe, of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, Diaz York, Slim Flag ID. Why? And like I said, drink your water, alkaline, eat healthier, order the salad at the restaurant, wear your sunscreen, it's hot outside, and I will holler at y'all later. Peace and love. You guys are the best.